My name is Scott Chaloner and you are listening to the Leaders' Council podcast for the people who run the country and the people who keep the country running. Now, as regular listeners of our programme will know very well, part of our mission here at the Leaders' Council is to bring you a variety of distinct perspectives on leadership. And to this end, we're joined on today's show by Lily Petrascu, the founder of brand for speakers a ghostwriting and copywriting services provider for luxury influencers, CEOs and thought leaders. Um, Lily is a proficient public speaker who handles a number of speaking events targeted towards leaders in all walks of life. Uh, Lily, a warm welcome to yourself today and thanks for joining us on the show. It's a real pleasure having you with us. Thank you so much, Scott. And um, it's really fantastic to be on your podcast. Yes, likewise, Lily. It's really good for me having you uh, alongside me as well to sort of share a little bit about your take on leadership. But before we kind of get into that side of the discussion, um, just for those tuning in that might not be familiar with yourself and your business, um, what is it that you sort of do in your own words, please? So I'm a book publisher and I create books that transform the world for entrepreneurs and leaders that want to make a bigger difference worldwide and they want to get booked to speak worldwide and to get invited to speak at the same events as celebrities and uh, overall to make a bigger difference. Absolutely fantastic. And uh, what was it that sort of got you into that line of work? When did you realize that uh, sort of going into that uh, side of things and working with leaders in this way was going to be the way forward for you personally? So I came to London with a hundred euros in my pocket and uh, two suitcases full of hopes and dreams. And eight years later, after traveling and, um, you know, traveling around the world and having a good time, I realized that it was my time now to do something different because it felt like I had done absolutely nothing. And that's when I realized, well, I'm going to do something different, something special. And I just wasn't sure what that was. Mm. And then I decided I was going to publish my first book. And uh, from then on, I started attracting so many different opportunities. I became a, a, a magnet for opportunities. People started inviting me to different events. Um, I even found a boyfriend, okay? Mm-hmm. I was looking for that at the time. And then I uh, started to attract all these kind of business leaders from around the world who all of a sudden wanted to know how they too could publish a book in order to elevate their authority. Because in their view, I was a North publishing my first book and so at the time I managed to find um, a business leader who offered me a position to work as a property manager and five years on I realized I wanted to uh, do something different so um, I started publishing books for authorities for entrepreneurs for thought leaders for people who really wanted to go up like to the next level in their business so they can be seen as an authority so they can um, attract more business so they can get invited to so many different speaking opportunities and that's how I started to speak internationally and that's how I managed to have a reach of a million people in social media and more than 10,000 people on worldwide stages in Singapore, Peru, Mexico, the UK and United Arab Emirates and every single year I get invited in 10 more countries to speak about the power of a book to transform you in being seen as a thought leader and in elevating your authority and your brand. 
Yeah, and we'll talk a little bit more about the impact that sort of books can have in that regard in uh, just a moment. But I suppose for yourself personally, kind of looking at your story, coming to sort of the UK, as you say, with 100 euros in your pocket and growing yourself to this position, growing a business to the position that you're in now. Um, I suppose um, I should ask you what kind of you feel the, the personal secret to your success was, because that story of sort of essentially going from kind of rags to riches in a way, I mean that could inspire a lot of people out there who, you know, maybe have their own big idea and are maybe just a little bit nervous about going out and just taking the plunge and going for it. Very good question, Scott. The very first thing I would say is a commitment to excellence. Mm. And what I mean by that is that I remember that when I was working as an au pair, that's what I came to do in London initially uh, 18 years ago. I, every single day, would ask my employer, uh, what can I do better next day? What um, uh, could I do better every single day? So because of that, there was a compounding difference that I was creating for them and for myself. And, and also an awareness of what I should be doing to progress, right? And maybe you've heard about this concept. If you're doing a little bit better every single day, compounding, uh, you know, um, of excellence created in yourself, the compounding of progress created in yourself is absolutely dramatically massive. Mm -hmm. And I think a lot of people think, well, I have to do this massive leap. They look at that massive leap and it just feels like so overwhelming. They do absolutely paralyze. And it's when you look at what can I do better? What is my next step today? Um, and how can I over deliver? That's my next, uh, my next secret. You can say it's very much linked to the first one, but it's uh, okay, separate in a way. So how can I over deliver to the people that I'm working with? I'll give you an example. So when I was doing the property management uh, for 10 years, um, what happened is that I, um, I had published uh, several books in the process. And the people that I would meet that I thought, wow, this book could really serve this person, right? So there were a lot of people that would come and they spoke no English at all. And I published a book called English from Hero to Hero, a learn English fact, okay? So I would gift them that book. And that was a, a, a book that, you know, cost £2.50 to deliver. And, uh, you know, I, I guess £2.50 to actually, you know, print. And uh, it would help someone dramatically, so much so that they would be able to get uh, their first job or, you know, their second job. And really quickly, within two weeks, I managed to help more than 2,000 people. I'm not saying, uh, I mean, uh, in two th more than 2,000 people who found a job in two weeks or less. Mm. Some of them even in 15 minutes, right? And then um, I... I um, helped my business partner, Harry Sardinas, to write his book, Climbing Big Ben, uh, How to Survive, Thrive, and Succeed in London. And with that book, I would I would give that to those people that were interested in entrepreneurship, right? They were still like tenants and so on. And um, uh, and then, for example, for my clients, my current clients that are, uh, you know, book publishing clients that, are, uh, that I published their book, um, for example, there's this client that um, has become a bestseller with my help in May last year. And since then, I've referred him hundreds of people, targeted people for his business. And uh, out of those, one person actually gave him accreditation for all of his courses and all of his products. And that's just from one lead that I gave him, right? So the whole idea is that how do you convert yourself into someone who is really helpful to your target market so that... Um, I'm not thinking about money. Like, really, of course, we all need money. Mm. I'm thinking from a heart-centered perspective. How can I pay it forward? How can I help 
my clients. And I really don't think a lot of people think in those terms. And yeah. those are the secrets to my success. Yeah, maybe you are right. Maybe perhaps sometimes we are guilty of essentially pursuing the quick wins and the quick rewards rather than being patient and looking to really make a difference in uh, in what we do. Certainly food for thought for anybody that's uh, tuning into this podcast today. And uh, we talked about, of course, the uh, the value there in um, investors kind of enhancing their personal brands by sort of writing books and really pushing their brand out further. And in a time where, you know, we've got the advent of the internet and those sorts of resources, it's important to remember that going and publishing a literature work, a book, there's still a whole lot of power in that, isn't there, as a, as a medium, let's say. Yes, absolutely. You are Publishing a book can, if, if you publish the right book, it can really elevate your authority. And at the same time, if you publish the wrong book, it, it could still elevate your authority, but maybe it would lead you in the wrong direction, right? So that's why I always talk about the power of, of publishing the right book. And what is the right book? It's a book that will um, have, first of all, a really exciting title that can be turned in, into a luxury brand. I'll give you an example. My business partner published a book called Speakers Are Leaders. And to that, you can attach another word. For example, speakers are leaders club, speakers are leaders university, speakers are leaders uh, preview, speakers are leaders workshop, right? So uh, that is a title that can be turned into a luxury. It has impacted more than a million people worldwide and more than 10,000 people on worldwide. Right? And that continues to happen every single day. And it's about choosing a title that can become the title of your business, the title of your TEDx talk, the title of so many different things. You can just add another word and that's your title for everything. It's like your one thing that becomes your everything. Secondly, it's about upgrading the look of your brand. What I mean by that is let's say that you're, um, you want to have particular consistent branding colors. Okay, so for me, I use red, white, and black, very little black, but red, white primarily. And you might want to choose three to four colors that are complementary palette colors that you use everywhere on your social media, on your book, on your, uh, you know, business colors, because you want people to associate you with those particular colors. Certainly, it has to be the right thing. It has to be the right topic that people care about. They want a solution for it. You know a lot about that. You're confident speaking about it and you ongoing, in an ongoing basis. You continue reading up about it to make sure that you are the thought leader and expert in that field. You're not just, um, you know, putting something together and really you don't know what you're talking about. Yeah, I suppose this is really kind of sort of emphasizing the importance, isn't it, that you do your market research before you go into it. So it's like when you make your business plan, these are the things you've got to be considering because um, how people market their businesses sometimes isn't necessarily the first concern. It's all about, oh, we sort of get operational and try and worry about that later. But actually, there's merit in addressing this first, isn't there, to make sure that, you know, you can you can bring clients in, you can push the brand out there. Yes, absolutely. And I do think that uh, a lot of people ask me, um, how do you get invited to these events with celebrities? How do you attract these celebrities to work with you? How do you do that? And it's like, I've told you this before, right? Like I've mentioned to you before about this. And what it is, is that you need 
to really look after your brand, like how you come across in terms of, if you come across like a secondhand Volkswagen, people will treat you like a secondhand Volkswagen and they will ask you for a discount for what you're offering. And then if you look really awesome, if you look like a like a Bentley, like a Ferrari, you know, if you look at your best, you put your best foot forward. I'm not saying uh, invent something that you actually don't have, but just look at the best possible way that you could you could you know dress and um, show yourself on social media and wear that, right? It's not about inventing the personality and money that you actually don't have. No, it's not about that. It's about being authentic. But, you know, like if you have just a T-shirt, just wear the best T-shirt that you possibly have. Iron it, you know, uh, you know, comb your hair, do the, you know, do the basics to look really great. Put a really nice photograph on your, uh, on your social media. Also, leverage and magnify what you do. What I mean by that is I've met a lot of really influential, powerful, credible um, entrepreneurs, a lot of them in the property field, property field. And what happens is that. Um, maybe they've spoken at hundreds of events, but they don't have the right pictures. What I mean by that is a lot of photographers, I would say 99% of photographers do not take the right picture that includes them on the stage and the audience uh, of 400, 500, 2,000 people they've spoken in front of. Most photographers only take photos of the speakers, and then maybe they'll, they'll catch one or two people in the front. And it will look like you're alone on stage. And this has happened to me because I was speaking at an event where Les Brown was the headline speaker. My partner was also one of the speakers. And I came on stage for, you know, for a couple of minutes as well to share my story. Uh, and about 20 people that I knew from that 1,300 uh, people audience had taken videos and pictures of me. And I couldn't use a single one. The reason for that is because I could have come. The day before, I could have—I literally looked like I was alone on stage. Okay, mm. so it's about leveraging and magnifying what you already have. It's not about inventing something new. It's about how do you, when you go to every single event, take really good pictures of what you're doing, so that you can capture exactly the number of people that are there—not less and not more, right? Exactly the number of people that that are there. For example, if you take the pictures from an angle, from um, from the side. Uh, you know, from the four angles of the room rather than from the middle, that's when you really can leverage the room because then you can really see how many people were there and yourself, of course. I think there's a very key message to actually take from that, Lily, in the sense that you can leverage pretty much everything, can't you? So many resources that you don't think about as a leader to really push your brand and push your profile out there. And it's it's the non-verbal forms of communication, isn't it? We talk an awful lot about the need for leaders to maybe be good orators, maybe be good verbal communicators, but what you are portraying that isn't speech is just as important, isn't it? Just uh, by what you just told me there. Yes, absolutely. And it's also very important to be consistent because you've also noticed there are a lot of, okay, not so many really, but there are a few entrepreneurs who have managed to build a massive brand even in a t-shirt, right? So you're, I'm talking about Gary Vee, and mm. there are a few people like that, right? And what's important is that they have managed to be consistent about that, right? So um, people, when they see him, they know that's what they're getting. They're getting someone who's going to wear a t-shirt and is going to speak, you know, straight, uh, straight up advice, right? And at the same time, it's important for you as a business leader to be consistent about what you're doing, whether it's, you know, wear a certain uh, type of colors, wear a certain type of outfit this is you this is how you want to be seen and this is how you're going to be right so uh don't confuse the audience 
And uh, I think that a lot of people also do not leverage LinkedIn to the, to the uh, way that they really could, okay? So what I mean by that is first, have the right colors there, have the right description. A lot of descriptions on LinkedIn are written as if you were looking for a job. And I would say most people on LinkedIn are not looking for a job. They're looking for some sort of uh, collaboration with clients, you know, uh, they're seeking clients and things like that. So on there, you can write about what kind of clients you're you're looking for and how people can contact you and so on, right? Because it's not um, a job board anymore like it used to be. So you can update that. And, you know, if you're an author, put that in so that, you know, put the link in so that people can actually get it and, and buy it. Um, and, you know, leverage the pictures of you, for example, speaking at different events. Uh, put those up there. Uh, for example, I've been featured on the cover of Business Tip Magazine. I have that picture there. You know, if you're meeting um, celebrities and, you know, influential entrepreneurs, mm. put those pictures in there. That's what I've done as well. So it's about leveraging your brand and leveraging absolutely everything that you are doing. So if you're getting an award for your business, put that there as well on your LinkedIn. So because LinkedIn has become this hub where uh, really high profile entrepreneur entrepreneurs um, tend to hang out. And mm. you need to be there. And when you're there, just share and magnify what you're doing and don't dilute it. Don't, you know, um, don't make it look like you're less than you really are. And a lot of you have done so much. And it's all about sharing it, but sharing it in the right way with the right, um, you know, caliber, uh, you know, photo and video. But just it's about time that you really invest in that image so that you look really fantastic. And that so that more people come to you and say, wow, you've done such amazing things. And a lot of people just don't know about it. Yeah, exactly. Because when we talk about sort of moving with the times and being adaptable, let's say, I suppose these are the sorts of basics that often get overlooked, don't they? We talk about obviously all the need for businesses to be, you know, adaptable and nimble and um, able to adjust to things like the COVID pandemic, for instance. But we don't think about how, you know, social media changes, how platforms change and how the way that we use them changes. And so just by talking about sort of the uh, the changing use and the changing tone of LinkedIn there, I mean, that's something that so many business leaders might have a little bit of a light bulb moment over today they might be tuning into this and thinking oh well I, I never actually thought of that that's a good uh good point uh i'll give an example you know during the um uh the lockdown pandemic i was actually uh in peru with my business partner mm -hmm. and we were due to speak in front of three thousand people another crowd of three thousand eight hundred five hundred and two hundred so five different gigs and uh, not just myself uh, and my business partner, but also several other coaches that we had brought on a speaking tour. And what happened was within two days, absolutely everything was canceled. So instead of that, what we had, we had some uh, network of coaches there and, you know, and some policemen as well. And they actually escorted us to feed some people that were on the side of the road, you know, to feed them who hadn't managed to like get home. And we did some charity work and we also, you know, built a house for a, a blind person. And the reason why I'm saying this is because you can always leverage what you're doing. And, uh, and what actually ended up happening, which was an unexpected result, was that we got featured on TV, on the, you know, on the local uh, Peru TV, uh, you know, for, you know, for having, uh, you know, helped this blind person to actually get a new house. So we fundraised for it and we, you know, uh, literally built the house in a day and then gave it to him, right? So... Leverage absolutely everything that you're doing, whether you're a politician, whether you're an entrepreneur, 
it's about showing what you're doing. So a lot, I know a lot of you like to kind of work underground, you know, and, and, you know, do good for, you know, for a lot of people and, you know, help a lot of people. But how about if you really show a little bit of that at least so that a lot more people can connect with you because a lot of people want to connect and they want to see uh, what kind of person you really are. So for example, for me, because I publish books that transform the world and my partner is all about empowering people to speak um, so they can believe that their voice can transform the world. Because of that, we attract the same kind of people. And the kind of people that do not connect with that message are actually repelled by it. And because they're repelled by it, then um, they are kind of like staying out, right? And it's not about attracting every single person um, in, you know, in London or in the UK or whatever the world. It's about attracting the right people who resonate with you. And when you have the right message in LinkedIn, on your book, uh, on your social media, with, uh, on a podcast, right? So what, what I really love, for example, this Leaders uh, Council podcast, it sounds really incredible. It's a really, really great name. I'm sure you'll agree, all of you uh, audience that is listening. And when you listen to that, you're thinking, wow, I'm a leader. I want to be there, right? Mm-hmm. I like Scott because he's all about leadership. He's about thought leadership. He's about attracting the best in the world. And you know what? The most exciting thing about publishing a book that nobody talks about, it's that you become an authority. And you know what happens with authorities? They love to work with other authorities. So leaders attract more leaders. And when you're attracting more leaders, you know what happens? You're doing business on a much larger scale than you've ever considered before, right? And people Mm. check you out. They look at you and they think, is this the kind of person that I can, you know, I can do a 10 million pound contract with, right? These are the kind of people that will look at you and say, no, that's too small for me. That's too small for me. I'll do business at the very top. And leaders love to do business with leaders. Authorities love to do business with authorities. And the more you kind of show up, the more you show what you're doing, the more you show what your message and your, your, the kind of tribe that you, you attract is, the more you do that, the more you attract the right kind of people to you, the happier your life is, the more your business it works in flow. Exactly right. And it's certainly food for thought, isn't it, that for any entrepreneur that's either up and coming or established that may well be tuning into this. And certainly for those that do want to find out a little bit more about some of those things that we have discussed, um, you can connect with Lily on uh, on LinkedIn as well as myself. Um, but also uh, brandforspeakers.com, I believe is your website, isn't it, Lee? And people can check out a little bit more there if they uh, want to find out a bit more about uh, the sort of work that you're doing. Yes, brandforspeakers.com or uh, lily.global, which is written L-I-L-Y dot global. And um, I look forward to seeing you there. And please do mention that you have heard me or seen me on Scott Chalinor Shal- uh, podcast, uh, the Leaders uh, um, Council podcast. I'm yeah. so excited to be here. Thank you so much, uh, Scott. Yeah, it's been fantastic, Lily, welcoming you onto the show. And it's been really eye-opening as well for myself. And I'm sure the listeners will share that sentiment. But just before we wrap up on the show today, um, just thinking about kind of what the next 12 months hold for you and your own brand. Um, what are some of your ambitions between now and the end of uh, 2023? Are there any sort of big plans on the horizon for you? Yes, I do have a very exciting thing, uh, which is that a celebrity reached out to me to publish a book with her. And there is an opportunity for leaders and uh, business leaders and entrepreneurs to be featured in this book alongside her. And this is what I'm focusing on over the next uh, 12 months. We are going to publish this book and there will be other series that will come a little bit later. 
And um, this is the thing that I'm most excited about because this celebrity has helped hundreds of entrepreneurs to sell millions of copies of books. And um, then the second thing is, of course, for those of you who want to publish your own book and you want to become an authority, you want to be seen on stages around the world, come and reach out to me. Please do mention uh, Scott's name and um, Scott's podcast. And I would be so excited to help you to publish your book. And um, other things that are in the pipeline is that I do want to have my own documentary that shows the process behind my uh, book program. And I also want to have a music video where I, I want to feature all the authors so they can expand their brand even further. And so that um, we can expand the message that um, books can transform the world. Your voice can transform the world. And together we can do so much more. It's all as long as you are authentic, as long as you share the love, as long as you are willing to collaborate and um, do the best. Exactly right. And there's there's so many hallmarks of leadership that you mentioned there as well, that authenticity, that willingness to sort of really do your best, make a difference and plenty, as I say, for people to heed that are tuning into this podcast today. And of course, if um, anything that we've covered today does particularly resonate with you, then do feel free to leave a comment on this particular episode of our podcast series. Um, you're able to do so via leaderscouncil.co.uk forward slash contact hyphen us. And if you have your own perspective to add to this particular discussion or you want to bring your own topical matter or issue to the table then by all means you too can apply to come and be on our program via leaderscouncil.co.uk forward slash apply that would be the port of call there um for now it has been an immense pleasure welcoming lily petrascu from brown brand for speakers onto today's show um thanks so much again lily for your time and uh yeah let's catch up in future because i'm sure there'll be hopefully be plenty of uh, success stories to share at some point over the next few months Fantastic. Thank you. And to all of our listeners tuning into today's episode of the Leaders Council podcast, I've been your host as always, Scott Chaloner. And uh, until next time, please do take care and goodbye.